Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Mayed Katan Daf Yud Beis. Today's Daf talks about hiring workers as well as how, we, how we're allowed to deal with our animals in Cholamayed. A large portion of the Daf discusses a Davra Aved, what you're allowed to do if there's going to be a financial loss. If you're allowed to do something extra, allowed to cook extra, grind extra, and then use those extras on, uh, even, even after Cholamayed. And we discuss chopping down trees. The Dav actually starts off talking about Shabbos, where Shmuel says that one is not allowed to have hired work working for him within the Tchum on Shabbos. But if they're working for him outside of the Tchum, where no one's going to see, and it's a Kablanus, which means that this worker is getting paid for finishing the job. So in essence, he's working for himself so that he can finish the job quicker. That's much as long as no one can see because he's outside of the city's perimeter, the 2,000 Amas. Or if Papa says that even outside of the Trom is only mutter when there are no cities around that space where the guy is working. But if there will be Jews passing by, just not from your city, that's the Lasser. Now, Masharshi says that this hatter of being outside of the Trom, away from cities, only applies on Shabbos and Yamtif. But on Cholamayit, it's actually more Chomer because people can travel on Cholamayit and they can go outside of the Trom and see this guy working for you. Next, the Gemara tells us that Marzutra, the son of Reb Nachman, built a house using hired work, a kablonim, outside of the Tchum. But when Rav Saf and Rav Huda came, they didn't go into the house. Rav Shmuel says that he himself didn't go into the house. There's a story with Rav Shmelk of Nicholsburg that he came into a house, and on Shabbos it was all lit up, and he said, oh, it's, why is it so dark in here? And they explained that there was a guy who had lit in these candles, they blew out, and... Rav Shmuel wasn't even gairis of the light. So these Amiram also, they weren't even gairis that there was a house here because it was built. I think Mar says, I Shmuel, Shmuel says that outside of the Tchum is mutter. So why wouldn't they go into this house? There's two answers. Number one, an Adam Chashev is more strict and he shouldn't have built it even outside of the Tchum with his Kablonus. The second answer is that he actually supplied them with the materials. And since he helped them, it was usher. Rav Chama allowed the table fixer, fixers by the Reish Galusa to work on Chalamoid because they didn't get paid. Their schar was that they got to eat by the Sudas there. And in fact, if everyone knows that these workers are working for free, it would be Motor and Chalamoid. Next, the Gemara says that you are allowed to hire workers to work after Chalamoid, but you can't hire them to work on Chalamoid. The Kalala is that anything that you're allowed to do, you can have a guy do. Anything you're not allowed to do, you can't have a guy do. We have another brisa that tells us that you're allowed to hire workers to work for you after Chalamoid, but you have to make sure that you don't measure or weigh or set exact prices the way you would during the week. Even the hiring has to be contained, even though they're not working now. Now, regarding your animals in Chalamoid, the Gemara tells us that it is usher to mate your animals in Chalamoid, to have them mate. Similarly, it says that it's usher to mate a Bechar, or Psule Mukdashin. Abraissa tells us that you can't have your animals made on Cholamoid, while Rav Yehuda says that if someone has a female donkey that is overheating and it's, and it's in Sakana of dying, if it wouldn't mate, then you can help. But a male donkey, you can send it into a corral to mate, but you can't assist. Next, Abraissa tells us that a person should not send his animals out on Shabbos or Yom or Cholamoid to walk through his fields and fertilize it. 
if Goyim show up with their animals, he can let their animals walk through his fields, even though it's fertilizing them, but he's just not allowed to help them. And he's not allowed to set up a guard to watch over their sheep. However, if he hires these Goyim to have their animals walk around his field to fertilize it, and they're hired for a week, for a month, for seven years, for a full Shemitah cycle, then he's not helping them for Chalamoyed, he's helping them for the entire hiring time slot, and he can help them, and he's allowed to send them a Shemer. Rebbe says, another halacha that on Shabbos, you're allowed to pay with a favor. On Yom Tif, you're allowed to pay with food, and on Chalamoyed, you're allowed to pay with wages, if a person comes and wants to help you. And Rabbi Yosef says this, that we were actually passing like this, like Rebbe. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us if a person has his wine in the wine press, ready to go, and then he becomes an ovel or some oinus, or his workers trick him. According to Rabbi Yosef, he's allowed to finish the entire wine pressing process. Well, Rabbi Yehuda says he should work only enough so that it doesn't become vinegar and then leave it for later. Now the Gemara says we had a Mishnah just before that's that told us these halachas about oil. Why do you need another Mishnah to tell me about wine? Well, the Gemara says the difference is that oil has a much greater loss if you don't process it. So the Chiddush is there. B'yasi says you could still finish everything given by wine. Yehuda says that it's even usher to finish it by oil, even though it's a tremendous loss. Now we pass like B'yasi that when there's a dover of it, you do not need to do a shinoi. So, Rav Nachman says, is one allowed to seal his barrel of beer on Cholomoyed? This is a davar of it. So, Rabbi Yosef, who said we paskin like Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Nachman says we paskin like Rabbi Yosef. He calls him Sinai. He's a tremendous tamachach. That's what we paskin like. So, it's mutter. You can do it without a shinoi. Save your beer. Well, Rabbi Yosef said his heads are by wine. Who says Rabbi Yosef would also say you could save your beer? Well, the, the Gemara says that the, the reason why Rabbi Yosef allowed us to save our wine is because there's a loss. Beer also would incur a financial loss if you don't seal it. Like Abaye was told by his by his mother, by his uh, adopted mother, that six saw of sealed beer is better than eight saw of open beer. There's a loss when it's unsealed. Now Rav Chaba Bar-Guria says... In the name of Rav, that the halachas of Cholamoid are like the halachas of the Kutim. What does that mean? The Kutim were Machmer in all these different areas, but totally randomly. Soto and Cholamoid, whenever you get a Chumra or a Kula, it's only on this specific case. And you cannot apply it to anywhere else. And they compare it to a, a barren woman who is focused 100% on her without the children. You can't apply it to other cases. And we had an interesting Machlech as Shmuel says that you are allowed to seal, you let a tar, a small jar, but not a big one. While Rav Dimi says exactly the opposite. You see, one is worried about the hefzid. It's a big hefzid if it's a big barrel. The other one is worried about the tircha. A big barrel is, has more tircha. Abayah says you can learn on Hilchas Moed, Nechol Moed, from Hilchas Shabbos, but only in two regards. Hilchas Shabbos has things that are mutter, 100%, things that are potter, aval oser, and things that are chayiv midaraisa. On Cholomoyed, you only have those lower two categories of things that are oser midarabonon and things that are mutter. This is a raya to toysis shita that the hilchas Cholomoyed is only midarabonon. Rav Huna harvested his field on Cholomoyed. So Rav Barav Huna walks, knocks on Rav Huna's door, and he says, hey, 
We're allowed to grind flour for chalamoid, but not for after chalamoid. You're allowed to save something which is a davar of it for chalamoid, but not for future. That whole heter was when it was detached from the ground. When it's attached to the ground, then you have to give up everything because it's more fahesia. If a person doesn't have what to eat, then he could do all the steps of making bread from scratch, as long as he doesn't use cows to thresh. Ah, Baravuna, how, how come you're harvesting? The amount that you're taking out is more than what is needed for just chalamoid. Ravuna says, that's a shita of a yochid, and I don't hold like him. We see in a brisa that if Shimon ben Gamaliel says, in the name of Rav Yossi, that that which is detached, even if only a segment of this produce is going to get lost, you're allowed to do whatever you need to save the entire batch. If it's attached to the ground, then it's entirely usher. Even a little bit. You can't save anything. But this is only kefir b'yaisi. The Gemara asks, okay, kefir b'yaisi, why can't I thresh with my cows? Rabbi holds that if it's a dover of it, you don't have to do any shinoi, so the chayu should be able to use the cows also. So the Gemara says, the issue here, this is because av shamilsa. It's a separate of using the cows because it makes noise and, and it's too loud of a way to use a heter on Cholomite. But every other step is totally mutter. Don't hold anything back. Next, the Gemara tells us you're allowed to grind up all your flour on Cholomite. Litzayrech Cholomite. You're not allowed to grind up anything for after Cholomite. If you ground up a whole batch of flour and there's some leftover, that leftover is mutter. So too with harvesting Anything left over, you could. That's still okay. If you hire extra work, that extra work is mutter as long as you hired for cholamid. Whatever's left over is beseder. But you have to make sure not to do any harulama. You can't say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook, you know, six thousand pounds of this for you know the next day of cholamid." Like, no, no, you're not. You're. This is clearly for the rest of the year. Make sure to do it within reason. Everybody in knows what your kavon is. The Gemara asks astira. You're not allowed to do harulama. I. You're allowed to hire people for Cholamoid. And you're allowed to hire people to pick dates or barley. I I have more in my pantry. It's okay. You could do a Rama and say, Oh no, I want these fresh ones for Cholamoid. Gemara explains that this is Machlekes Tanoim, whether you're allowed to make this Harama here. Rabbi holds that you can. You could say that this new crop is for Cholamoid. Rav harvested his field on Cholamoid. When Shmuel heard, he was very makbid. So he said, wait, Shmuel, are you, are you, do you hold like Rabbi Yaisi who says that if it's attached, you can't do anything? You hold like, that's a yachid. No, Shmuel doesn't hold like Rabbi Yaisi, but he holds that wheat, which Rav harvested, is not considered a hefzid. You can wait a little bit and harvest it later. It won't lose its value. So why did Rav cut it? Well, because Rav didn't have anything to eat. And Shmuel didn't chop that Rav didn't have anything to eat. Or you could say that Rav was Odom Choshev, and that's why Shmuel was Machbed, that even though you don't have what to eat, uh, you should borrow or do it with sinner. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi left his house on Cholomoyed with a signet ring, and he drank water that was heated up by this goik, Fila Arma. And Rabbi was very Machbed about this. He was, he was annoyed. He felt like it was wrong. So Rabbi Yosef said, what was wrong? Walking out with a signet ring is my favorite surprise, huh? a signet ring is like any kli that you're allowed to carry in your chatzer. You worried about heating up water because of bishul akum? Anything that is bishul akum doesn't apply if you could have eaten that 
food item raw and water you could drink cold, you could drink it hot. So it doesn't fall under the category of Bishalakum. The Gemara says it is an issue of Bishalakum because he's an Adam Khashiv. And for an Adam Khashiv, he should not benefit from Bishalakum, even if it was edible raw. The Dogom Ravava says, we don't pass like this. Well, clearly, we, you see in, from this story that of Yehuda Anasi, who was an Adam Khashiv, drank hot water, heated up by a goy. Elchanan Alamarav says you're allowed to cut down your palm tree on Cholamoid even if you only need a little bit of sawdust from the whole process. And Abaye was not happy with this. Ravashi had this forest in Bashlaina or Shalnia and he went to go cut it down on Cholamoid. So Rav Shila, who lived in Shalnaya, tells Ravashi, wait, Abaye was didn't didn't like this psak of of Rav that you're allowed to cut down your palm tree just for a little bit of sawdust. No, Ravashi says that I don't hold to that. But he went to start cutting and the axe flew off and almost cut through his thigh. So he said, "Oh, okay, maybe I mislearned this sugya," and he stopped cutting down his forest. Rav Sternberg says that whenever you see these simhanim, like the Gra tried doing berches kahanim in chutzlaretz and things didn't go wrong. He, things went wrong, that, that, that the shoe burnt down, or uh, the Sefer got stolen, crazy things. They don't change their psak because of Ashkach HaPratis. They rethink the sogia because of the Ashkach HaPratis. Rabbi Yehuda allowed harvesting uh, cotton and uh, hops and sesame seeds on Cholomoyed. So Abayi says, okay, I hear the cotton you could use to cover up the produce. I hear the hops you could use that to ferment beer. But uh, what are you going to use sesame seeds on Cholamite for? He said, oh, for sesame oil. Rav Yanai had a field. It was a, a grape no, orchard, a vineyard. And the time for harvest was on Cholamite. And if he didn't harvest it right away, then the, the way the grapes said that, they would have gone bad. So he followed Allah and he cut it off. It's a devour of it. problem was that the next year, everyone saw that, oh, last year, Rav Yanai harvested on Cholamite, so everyone waited till Cholamite to do their harvest. And that's 100% Osir. When Rav Yanai had this, he was mafgir his vineyard, according to some sheetas, forever, because he realized that this is the time for this crop to ripen, and this is going to be a problem every year. I have to, I have to shut this down. He was mafgir his entire field. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.